Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. We were so packed with yesterday's show. And yesterday's show took a weird turn because there was some breaking news in the Abby, our phone screener situation, where she's been chatting with some firemen. Turns out maybe she's getting scammed. Maybe That just, the end of the show where I had planned to talk about some of this stuff was derailed. So <laughs> please allow me to talk about a few things I was going to talk about yesterday, okay? Okay. First of all, I mean, Demi Lovato's just kooky, right? I mean, it's just the more she says, the more it seems to be the case. She now is saying that using the word aliens is derogatory to extraterrestrials. Yeah, okay. it's offensive. Demi Lovato is standing up for extraterrestrials. She also, and I got to say this, if this is all just a gimmick, it's working because she has a show on Peacock where she's like talking about aliens uh, and how she was abducted. And, yes. Right, that's where this comes from. And if this is all some publicity stunt to get us to talk about her show, then good. If she really feels this way, cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> the singer and actor has a docu-series on Peacock titled Unidentified with Demi Lovato in which they explore what life there may be beyond this planet. In the interview with Pedestrian, Lovato explained they do not believe that beings from another planet mean to harm humans. But she says, I really think if there was anything they would want us to do, I think we should stop calling them aliens because aliens is a derogatory term. That's why I like to call them ETs. But, okay. Extraterrestrials. But if they don't know, what, how, why is it a word they don't even know derogatory to them? The word alien, which used in reference to immigrants or those who come from other countries, oh. has been controversial and considered dehumanizing by immigration advocates. Okay, well, that think, part... But I don't think they care. <sighs> Guys, we're falling and, for her trick. And by the way, me thinking about what they care about, I don't have... I have no idea. <laughs> Are they even real? There's just so much to this. But for her to be the spokesperson for aliens mm-hmm. is a bit odd. Wait, has she said she's had an, account, an encounter? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I couldn't mm-hmm. remember. She said she was like Joshua Tree Park, uh, right? Oh, and it she, happened. Joshua Tree was she on some, was yeah. she on some tree? <laughs> um, what? <laughs> Lovato told the publication that the purpose of the series is to quote, give an understanding of how much we need to take care of our planet and how much we need to learn how to expand our consciousness. It's just weird to see Demi Lovato going. Aliens don't want to be called aliens. Hmm. Mm-hmm. She's. Have you spoken to them? But I think you're right. Dude, we're talking about this because she has a show on TV. Yes. And, gra- and hey, and kudos to her if she's just making crap up to get us to talk about her show. Yeah, she's won. But if she really believes this, I'm like, <laughs> okay. If she's tricking us, good for her. The two things that I really wanted to get to yesterday, and I'm just... the Tim McGraw going after the, the concert goer? Did you guys see no, that? No, what, what happened? happened? Okay, good. You guys don't know about this? No. Uh-uh. Okay, so Tim McGraw left the stage to confront hecklers at his show... Over this weekend in Nevada, they were forgetting him. Uh, they were like uh, messing with him because they forgot the lyrics to songs. And he was like, man, I've been shooting for 48 hours. And there, I think he's playing, just to see you smile, i do anything. anything. And he does forget the words because I saw him forget the words. And so I have some clips here because here is Tim jumping off the stage going after the heckler. What you'll hear Ooh. is his band keep playing music and fans are yelling, do the show, while Tim is in the crowd yelling at the heckler. Let's go. Do go. the show! Do the show! Do the show! Wait, but, so, but also, why is someone yelling do the show? Like, I if Tim wants to take a break to go talk to somebody... No, Tim should not jump into the crowd and mess with the heckler. Well, I don't think so either, but... You have to yell, do the show. Yes, do the show. I want to hear just to see you smile on oh. parts. That's oh. what they paid for. Indian Outlaw next. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I just... Then don't take the girl. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. 
he shouldn't hop into the crowd and go after a heckler. What you do is you tell one of your security guys to get the heckler out of yep. there. Yeah. He's maybe, he's, yeah, he's a little tired. Whatever it is, someone's got to stop him from jumping into the crowd because this is how you lose millions of dollars. Man. Someone says, hey, Tim McGraw, punch me or push me or scratched me or it doesn't matter. I'm sure he wishes he wouldn't have gone into the crowd at this point. You can't go into the crowd. If you're an athlete, you can't go into the crowd. If you're an artist, you can't go into the crowd to confront people. You have people that do that for you. And I know he knows this. Tim, at his show, is explaining he's been taping the show 1883, which is a Yellowstone prequel, and he is not experiencing a midlife crisis. I'm not going through a midlife crisis. (laughs) I don't know how many of y'all know this, but we're shooting a film. We've shot 48 hours straight. So if I forget the words, sing along with me and help me out. That'd probably been the way to handle it from the whole time. From the beginning, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You just can't go after people. He does sound tired in that clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, 48 hours straight. Yikes. I'd like to know how accurate that is, though. I don't know <laughs> any job that's going to make you go 48 hours straight with no break. And then straight into a concert. Well, that's on him. But 48 hours straight. Maybe he's had two full days of like 17, 18 hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that. But you can't go into the crowd, man. That'd get you in trouble. Didn't he? Or was it Kenny Chesney? Like... Punch a fan that or was, something. Gosh, it was, was it both of them? What, Mike, come to the mic. What'd you say? That was Tim. What happened? Show, I think a woman tried to like rip his jeans. Mm. Oh yeah. And he, yeah, I get that though. If you're trying to yeah, don't touch physically him. hurt me mm-hmm. while I'm up there. Don't. Yeah. It was Chesney though who was talking they, about. Weren't they arrested together on a horse? Another, a long time ago. A long time ago, okay. where one of them punched a horse. Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is I saw this on TikTok, and this woman who's just a TikToker and she really doesn't focus on music or concerts or taking people down. She was at a Smash Mouth concert, and it was small and it was weird. And so the lead singer, Steve Harwell, which, by the way, for Smash Mouth, here's All Star. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go. They were a big deal in, like, the late 90s, 2000s. Oh, yeah. Because they, their first song was Walking on the Sun, which was a jam, too. In Shrek, they did I'm a Believer. And then I saw her face. What other one do you have up there? Can't get enough. Oh, can't get enough of you, baby. Oh, can't get enough of you, baby. Yeah. So they, for a minute, they were a big deal. But they were performing, and he was just, he was gone. He was just He's either wasted. wasted, or he had been shooting 48 <laughs> hours straight. He's <laughs> tired. I'm not sure what it was. One of the two. He was shooting doing something was going on. But he starts... He's off, and people are like yelling at him, and he's like, I will blink and kill your whole family. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, what? He screams, screams into the audience here. Wait, this doesn't sound like a real concert. It sounds like a video game. No, like, it's just someone recording from their phone, and it's a weird concert, like a pavilion. Okay, oh, that like. sounds oh, like someone at home doing, like you know. He's like, the days get longer, the days get longer, and everybody goes, "I will kill your family." Immediate disgust, and never jumps right back in. <laughs> wow, That's so scary. A couple struggles. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need to take some naps and not work forty hours straight. Something. It is time. To open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. While Halloween is one of my favorite times of year, my kid is already getting on my last nerve when it comes to his costume. Now he's only six. I get the kids change their mind a lot. But last month, he said he wanted to be Spider-Man. He swore he wouldn't change his mind. So I bought him 
a pretty pricey costume. Well, cut to yesterday, he found out his friend was also going to be Spider-Man, and now he wants a new costume. Unfortunately, the costume I bought is not returnable. So I said, hey, you're sticking with Spider-Man. He threw a tantrum. My husband thinks I should suck it up and get him another costume, but I refuse. What do you think I should do? From Caroline. This feels familiar to an Amy story where your mm. son has costumes. He was Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, he's been Captain America, Batman, all the things. But I would say, like, this makes me think of, you know, mealtime with kids. It's like you've you've made the decision. This is what you're having. You can say, like... This is going to be your costume if you would like to wear it. And then validate their feelings. Be like, I understand that this is upsetting you. Does validating the feelings happen for a six-year-old? I think you can start it as young as possible. But does it work? I, I mean, yes. I think it starts to build its way. I mean, I get they can feel seen and heard and know that their feelings matter and that they're being upset and you're not ignoring that. But you also, you're setting a precedent for just because something else changes that they, you automatically go out and buy a whole new whatever, whatever. I ask because sometimes it doesn't even work on me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eddie, you have kids, you have four yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, de- definitely. I mean, I think that giving them kind of a, a green light of like, hey, you can share your feelings with me, and it actually does matter, it works. No, the question is, would you buy them a new costume? Uh, yes, I would buy them a new costume. Oh, you would? Yes, absolutely. Would no, I wouldn't. Oh, really? Yeah, no. I, it would be very difficult. I would want to. Are you setting that's... a bad precedent by buying a new costume if you've said you weren't going to? Yes, you are. You're you're being confusing. You're not set. You've set a boundary, and what kid, kids want boundaries. This is something I've had to work on big time because I would go back on boundaries, and I'd be like, oh, because the easier thing is to just give in to whatever they want. But then boundaries help kids feel safe and secure and whatever it is. I know this is just about a Halloween costume, but it all adds up to bigger things. If you can do the little things, then you can get to the bigger things. Are you reconsidering buying that kid that costume, Eddie, <laughs> after hearing this? I mean, Amy does have a way of persuading me, so maybe I would. She just knows what she's talking about. Me, I'm so straightforward of like, you know what? Whatever makes you feel better, let's just do it. And would your wife, because again, she's having the issue. She says yes. one thing, her husband says the next, mm-hmm. right? This could be a situation like that. Totally. Would your wife also go get her, get him a new costume? Yes, I think we would both be oh. on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, just kind of whatever. Just let's move on. So is- you guys are the cool parents, Amy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the, stronger, cool. the stronger parents. <laughs> Dang. I know. I know. It's I tend to side on this, though, with Amy, though, because she sounds smarter when she gets yes. the explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> All right, Caroline, set your boundary. Listen to him, but don't buy him a new one, right? Yeah, I mean, I think right? that he'll still put it on and he'll be able to go out and have a good time and then he'll he'll learn from it. It's going to be better for everybody in the long run. Thank you for your email, Caroline. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Have you heard The Rock rapping? No. no. Okay, I'm going to play it for you. This is Dwayne Johnson. He has dropped what he's calling his first rap song. He's featured on Tech Nine's new single, Face Off. He says he wrote his own verse, which closes out the track. Here it is. It's edited a bit because he does swear in it. Here is The Rock rapping. It's about drive, it's about power We stay hungry, we devour Put in the work, put in the hours And take what's ours Like in some more in my veins My culture banging with strange I change the game, so what the f- name? What they gonna get though? Desecration, defamation If you wanna bring it to the masses Face to face, now we escalating When I have to put mean on ya Like a dream when I'm rumbling You're gonna scream mama So bring drama to the king Brahma Why don't you an extreme mana? 
Thank you for the rock. The rock rapping. Okay. okay. Huh. Your, your thoughts. I love the rock. I love everything he does. Um, I, I feel like he's yelling at me. I don't like it. You don't like it. No, I mean, I want it, I want less aggression when he... It just Humping sounds... Humping it up it. <laughs> <laughs> is it. Kiss it or diss it? Humping it up it. No, I don't want to You gotta pick that. one, Amy. You can no. say dump it. Okay, dump. Okay, well, that's what you're gonna say anyway. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, Eddie. Uh, it reminds me of a Moana movie. It sounds like he's doing a character. Like, uh, it just sounds like normal rock trying to play a character. It's not real. It doesn't sound like a rap song. I'm gonna dump it. It sounds to me like somebody who was... Below mediocre in 2001. Oh. Like, even that style. Like, good for The Rock for putting himself out there. Yeah. I don't think he's considering himself a rapper. He probably just did it for fun and to be part. It's a good. So, I like that he did it. You like the effort. I don't think he's trying to be a rapper, and that also is pretty cool. He's just doing it to have a little fun. If he was like, I'm going to be a rapper now, we'd be like, eh. <laughs> um, so, I dump it as well. Okay. But I do go, hey, Rock, that's pretty cool. That's pretty fun. Yeah, we're dumping it as a rap song. We're dumping him as a rapper. Yeah, as a rapper. Yeah. As yeah. a professional rapper. Other than that, you'd hump him, right? I mean, hump it. No. no. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, here's a voicemail we got last night. This is Brandy from Daytona Beach, Florida. It's my 30th birthday. What kind of life advice do you have for someone turning 30? Okay. When I turned 30, I remember the whole year leading up to it, I was like, oh, man, when I hit 30, this it's over. I'm officially old. It stinks. And I dreaded it. Every day I got closer to 30. And then I hit 30 and you know what? Life actually got a little better. Heck, I started to live a little healthier. I was making more money. Like I started to actually achieve some of the smaller goals. Like 30 was pretty cool. Then as I inch toward 40. Well, that one sucks. But still, no, 40 is fine. I'm not, I haven't been in this long enough. Uh, but I feel like right now I'm in the best shape I've ever been in. Except for like a couple nagging injuries that won't fix themselves <laughs> in my wrist and my shoulder. Uh, my only advice is not to worry too much about turning 30. Who cares? You're not, you, you don't have to live your life on a clock. You don't have to have certain things happen by certain times. Things happen at different times for everybody. Um, it isn't a, a big number because you go from that two up front to the three, but there really is no change. I would not focus on what 30 means, but mostly what you mean to yourself right now and how you can improve yourself. So don't spend too much time worrying about a number. That's what I would suggest, Amy. Yeah, 30s are awesome. Embrace it. You're likely maybe figuring out where you are with your career and able to grow there. And I would, yeah, that's what I would call it, a decade of growth. You probably have a lot of opportunity in the next 10 years in your 30s to grow in a lot of different ways personally and professionally. It's nothing. It's just a number. It's It's just a number ticking. It's nothing. Don't beat yourself up over turning 30 years old. That's my life advice. Don't focus too much on a number. Focus on how you feel and how you can make yourself feel better in different ways, mentally, physically, emotionally, the end. Uh, Thank you for that call, though. And you guys can hit us up anytime on the voicemail line, 877-77-BOBBY, 877-77-BOBBY. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Parker McCollum is playing the Houston Rodeo next year, and he talks about it being a dream to play since he was a kid. I have not cried since the day my granddad passed away, but I've been thinking about playing the Houston Rodeo, headlining the Houston Rodeo since I was 
you know, 11 or 12 years old, I've thought about it every single day. It is the pinnacle for me. There is nothing cooler. I'm not sure there's anything we could do that would be cooler than headlining the Houston Rodeo. Dolly Parton released a limited edition collector's item. It's a book called Song Teller, My Life in Lyrics. It features stories behind 175 of her songs and a record featuring two never-before-released demos. Fans can get it from chroniclebooks.com while supplies last. Thomas Rhett and his wife Lauren just celebrated their nine-year wedding anniversary. He talked about their marriage. I just want people to know that our life is not this fairy tale land at all times. You know, we have our ups, we have our downs, but it's just about sticking with each other through the thick and the thin and how much she's had to sacrifice and how much we both had to sacrifice to make this whole thing called music work. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So it's homecoming at a school in Mississippi, Forest County Agricultural High School, and everyone's lined up waiting to figure out who's going to be crowned queen. And the girl that actually was crowned, Nyla Covington, decided, you know what? I want to pass this crown along to my friend Brittany Walters, whose mom actually passed away homecoming day. But Brittany still showed up to the ceremony and the whole event at the game because she knew that her mom would want her to be there. And none of this was like planned out at all. She was crowned and then she took it and walked over to her friend Brittany and said, I just would rather you have the crown and just know that your mom is so proud of you and you are loved by so many, especially me. Dang, I bet she felt the love too. I mean, yeah, what a friendship. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's Eddie, the oldest on our show. 42 years old. Versus Morgan, number two, the youngest on our show. 28 years old. Answering trivia questions about each other's generation. Let's play elder versus millennial. Let's meet our competitors up first. He's the dad of four. He's the Hispanic who don't panic. And even though he still hasn't won a game this season, he hasn't wiped that smile off his face. He's happy to be alive. He's still cheesing. There he is, producer Eddie. His opponent, she runs all of our digital. She's freshly 28 years old. She's on a two-game winning streak looking to knock Eddie out cold. (laughs) You like that? <laughs> Morgan number two. <laughs> Ready. Come on, let's go. Eddie, these are your questions for younger Morgan that she would have. Hmm. Eddie, when Keeping Up with the Kardashians first premiered in 2007, oh, yeah. what network was it on? That was on E. Comes quick. Wow. I remember it. Nice, that's correct. Which, by the way, they're off of E now, and they're now d- taping for their Hulu show, I believe. Okay. They've moved to Hulu. Did not know that. Next up, Jess, Nick, Schmidt, and Coach are all characters on what popular sitcom? Ooh, the one that just, what was the first one, Jess? Jess, Nick, Schmidt, and Coach. Yeah, Jess, Schmidt, I know those two from New Girl. Is that your answer? That's New Girl. That's correct. Yeah, let's go. Nice. Kid in a Candy Store and Boomerang are two hit singles from what popular YouTube star, Here's a clip of Boomerang. I don't really care about what they say. I'ma come back like a boomerang. Dang, that sounds like the Cash Outside Girl. I'ma come back like a boomerang. <laughs> or is that the other one, the one I messed up last time? So, see, I said Soldier Cat last time. Uh, you did say Soldier. But it was wrong. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and say, ooh, I messed it up too when I said Dolja Cat. 
Doja. Mm. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Yeah. Incorrect. Oh. Mm. Morgan, do you know who that is? I don't know if I do, but I think it's JoJo Siwa. Correct. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, JoJo. I don't know who that is. She's on Dancing B- with Stars, big bows, big, bows, big rainbows. Colorful no, everywhere. No, no, nothing, guys. Blonde hair. Eddie got two. Morgan stole one. That's great. Yeah, it's pretty good. Come on. All right, Morgan, are you ready? I'm ready. Hey, you guys. It's a quote from what 80s movie? Here's a clip. What? Oh. Hey, you guys. Great movie, by the way. Doesn't even sound familiar. Um, gosh, 80s movie. Can I hear the clip one more time? Sure. Hey, you guys. <laughs> I got nothing. Eddie. Dang, that's the Goonies. The Goonies, correct. Hey, Morgan, Eric Stoltz was originally cast to play Marty McFly in Back to the Future. What actor ended up playing Marty McFly in Back to the Future? I can picture him. I don't think I know his name, though. And not just cast. They shot, like, a third of Back to the Future with Eric Stoltz in it, and they had to go back. Gosh, I I can see him in my—he's a little blonde guy. Eric Stoltz was originally cast to play Marty McFly in Back to the Future— what actor ended up playing Marty? I don't know his name. Marty Stewart. <laughs> Marty Stewart. Oh, he's cool too. <laughs> but not for this situation. No, no, no that's incorrect. No. Eddie, that's Michael J. Fox. That's correct. No, dang it, I saw him. Morgan, you need this to win. Oh, to tie. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Was a signature catchphrase by Randy Savage. What was his famous nickname? Here's a clip of his catchphrase. Oh, yeah! Was he like a wrestler? Kind of sounds like a WWE moment. Oh, yeah! I'm connecting some weird dots here, and this is a shot in the dark. Was it Macho Man? Correct. Yes! What the crap? I can't she tell you. She got it? <laughs> Snap it to a Slim Jam. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm shocked. Well, we gotta go to sudden death. Oh, my goodness. How did that just happen? That, that was good, Morgan. Good job. Oh, Eddie won? Oh, won. I still won. He did? How? Eddie got three? Morgan got two? Yeah, Bones, keep, keep track, man. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't even look at this score. <laughs> Me either. I, I just, just play go by feel. <laughs> oh, Eddie won? Uh, and, I, and I'm like, oh, cool, I won? Eddie's going to overtime. He's like, all right, let's do this. Uh, Eddie's our winner. Let's go then. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, come on. Ready? Hey! And now, Yeah! Eddie, congratulations. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. What's the max that you'll drive your speed, you'll drive your car at on the interstate? Oh, 80-something, probably. I mean, I've probably accidentally been at 90, and I'm like, oh, better stop that. But never 90 on purpose? No. No, 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 no. And why? Because you're afraid of getting pulled over or because you're afraid of going that fast? I'm both. Both. Yeah, I don't like going fast either. Mm-mm. I hate it. We're all kind of old people like that. It stresses me out. Me too. And sometimes people, boom, 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 in and out. Mm-hmm. I was just reading this story about this guy doing 147. What? Get out of here. That's crazy. They have confiscated a high-performance luxury car after the owner was caught speeding as he drove it. The man was not identified, but he was driving his Lamborghini Huracan. Mm. I don't even know that's how you say that. <laughs> but 147 miles per hour. 
I don't even think my car goes that fast. No chance. Also, they take the car. That's wild. They yeah. take your car. I mean, isn't that why you buy a car like that? To go fast? Like, why else would you buy a Lamborghini? I'm sure it looks great and looks cool. A collector's item. They but it also can go like 200 miles per hour. And I would think if you're going to do that, you have to go somewhere that allows that. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. A race car track. Yes. In on- somewhere. Not the highway. I would just be scared going 147 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Like I'd lose control. And- Didn't uh, Scott Walker, is that his name? Paul Walker. Paul, Paul Walker. Yes, he was in a Porsche. And he went fast. And, that, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Went too fast, right? Lost control of the car. The irony of that because he was in Fast and the Furious. It's crazy. I'm looking at this car and I don't know if it's the ugliest car I've ever seen or the most awesome car I've ever seen. Ooh, we'll pick one. Like, I don't. Okay, awesome. Yes, I bet it's pretty cool. It's so odd looking that I go awesome, but you could convince me it was really ugly. <laughs> it's over a $300,000 car, $310,000. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had just bought the car hours earlier. Oh, no. <laughs> And then he got it taken away for going 147. That's terrible. I understand the urge. You want to go fast. You just got a fast car, but you can't do it right there. What a bonehead. Speaking of bonehead type moves, I did want to mention this because Ashley McBride was up here with Amy. Yeah. And you were you were interviewing her for the yeah, iHeart Country. Yeah. Women of iHeart Country. Mm-hmm. What yep. happened? And she was sitting up in the stool with her guitar and all the things, but she needed some water. So she was trying to put her water bottle down. And I'm sitting behind my microphone doing the interview, but I'm like, oh, I need to help her with the water. So I get up to go over and do that, but I don't take my headphones out and they get caught in my ears and jerk me back and then they rip out and it was very painful and the whole thing, like, it just looked very amateur and it's like, hey, welcome to the Women of I Heart Country. I'm your host and I... Why? <laughs> <laughs> it did. It felt like a Three Stooges moment where I just was so embarrassed with my... Lack of ability to remember I had headphones in my ears. And what did you say to her? I just acted like it didn't happen and I sat down. <laughs> and did she act like it happened? Yeah, nope. Well, we just, just totally <laughs> ignored it and went on with the interview and acted like I was a normal professional. Here is voicemail number one from Christina in Virginia. I'm calling because I just wanted to tell the show how much I love them and how much I feel like they're my friends. When they came on in syndication down here in Northern Virginia, I was upset because I had just won tickets with the other people on the old station in the morning. I was like, no, I have no more chances to win anything. And I was upset. So I started listening a few years later. Can't miss a minute of it. Love hearing about you guys, and you're such wonderful role models, examples, and I love the stories you tell and your personalities. Well, thanks. I needed that today. I need a little pick-me-up today. Wow, she had to take a break for a few years. It's a big break. <laughs> wow. I'd ask for less of a break. I would, maybe that We're might good be interesting people. to hear from people that yeah. had to take a break from us and for how long. We're good people. I don't like that segment. That's going to make me feel bad. Why'd you take a break from us? Call us now. The and here's Amy's pile of stories. So I want your opinion on this. This kid is playing a soccer game and he decides, wow, we're really uh, doing well here. We're scoring. They're losing. I have a chance to break a record for like most scores at a soccer game. And he ended up scoring 17 goals. Uh huh. And so the coach of the other team said to go after a personal record like that at the cost of another team's dignity was a little uncalled for. No. I need to know how old these kids are. High school. Okay. It, Steve Spurrier said, if you don't want us to score, because he used to run them up. Like, game, he'd run games up when he was out in Florida. Who was that? He was the head coach of Florida. 
Basketball, football. football. Florida okay. Gators. Thank you. Won the Heisman. He acts Florida. like we know, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Coach the Redskins for a little bit in the NFL, but at Florida, he won national but... champion. Well, okay. you, you asked, and you no. were like, give me more. Where no, did you grow know. up, Bunk? The old, the old ball coach said. <laughs> I didn't know what sport. If you want us to stop scoring, stop us. Oh, got him. Okay. So that's a case-by-case basis mm-hmm. because sometimes in, in basketball in high school, a team can win 130 to 2, and they don't. But if you want that kid to stop scoring goals, stop him. So, 17 yeah. goals. Change the goalie out. They're also not six years old. Yeah. If it's, a, yeah, if it's that. He, he also broke a national record for that score. <laughs> I, I probably would have done it too. I'm just telling you how competitive I am. If I'm like 13 in and no one stopped me in the goal 17, let it rip. I'm gonna let it rip. This coach said soccer is a gentleman's sport, no, so they should have like bowed down and been like, okay. Then no rule will ever be broken. Yeah, no, it's true. A, I mean, I, I get it. I'm not no arguing. record, not rule, record. True. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So I have a little bit of a tell me something good here because a robbery victim was saved after a bullet bounced off his Hulk phone case. Yeah, those are always wild when somebody has something in their pocket and the bullet hits that exact thing. Wow. Yeah, it's marvelous. Marvelous. You stole that from the story. Yeah, I did. (laughs) So, I mean, it's pretty amazing because he was shot by the robbers. And then when doctors found him, he's rushed to the hospital. And they're like, oh, my goodness. Like, the the bullet was in the phone case. It's just crazy, one, that's exactly where it hit. And two, that that would actually stop the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, double time. Mm -hmm. What else? Uh, and lastly, I just thought this Reba McIntyre story was super cute. She was talking about marrying her boyfriend, Rex, and she said that they've talked about it before and kind of laughed that if they ever did have a ceremony, they'd have to have a 2 o'clock, a 4 o'clock, a 6 o'clock, and an 8 o'clock because they have so many friends and acquaintances and family members that would want to come to the wedding that they would need to do it in like like a church service. You got to get a few to fit everybody in. <laughs> I was talking to her on my Bobbycast, which is up right now. We did an hour conversation. And in an episode of Ted Lasso, a recent one, there are tickets saved for Roy Kent under Reba McIntyre's name. Yeah. And I was like, do you know that was happening? She goes, no, I was watching the show. And he was like, I got two tickets for Reba McIntyre. <laughs> she was like, I was literally just watching the show because she loves that show too. But we talked about that and I thought it was funny that imagine you're just watching your favorite show. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And you get, the only time that's ever kind of happened to me was when Nashville was on. Yeah. And I was watching and they were like, Hey, did you hear Bobby Bones played your song this morning? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you weren't on I, that I was episode. like a fictional character, but I wasn't. Yeah, no, but it was like real. They yeah. were integrating real Nashville people into the show. That was cool. I was on that show as three different people, by the way. Yeah. Like random extra. Reporter yeah. or something? Reporter as a second person where I had like one line. And then I went on to play me. Weird. DJ or radio No, I went on to play me. Yeah, yeah but Bobby. me, Bobby Bones. Yeah. Not even on the radio. I was just meeting up with Raina James. To, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's it. Is that it, Amy? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. The state prison in Lancaster, California, hosted a graduation ceremony last week. Through a -a first-of-a-kind partnership with the state of California, 23 incarcerated students earned their Bachelor of Arts degrees in communication studies. Experts have known for years that education helps keep former inmates from reoffending once they get out. One of the grads, Aaron Benson, says, hey, it's been hard for students behind bars. None of us thought it would be possible, but they did it. And again, this whole process came about because these guys are going to get out of jail. And it's what decisions do they make once they get out of prison? And if they have their degree, it actually gives them something they can use to work towards the future. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Love it. Man, if I had the ex, yeah, if I was in jail, 
And they gave me access to, to degree. I'd have every degree. I mean, you got all the time in the world, right? All the time. That's all I would do. I'd be a doctor. I'd be a scientist. <laughs> okay, Come out well, a surgeon. I'd be an astronaut. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I'd be all of them, man. I would, be, I would just be clink, 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 clink with the cup on the bars. How and long then, were you in yeah, there? Yeah, I'm like, what'd you do? <laughs> what are you in there for? It was Shawshank. You guys might have no idea. All right, that's what's up. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here are your top three songs in country music. At number three, it's Jameson Rogers and Luke Combs, Cold Beer Calling My Name. There's a cold beer calling my name. Feel a good time coming, got a new song. At number two, Al Dean and Carrie, If I Didn't Love You. If I didn't love you, I'd be good by now. Can you sing Lee Bryce, Memory I Don't Mess With at this yeah. point? It's a memory I don't mess with. It's a memory I don't mess with. Took a while, huh? Yeah. I couldn't. I would not be able to sing Jason and Carrie. Yeah, me either. We hear all the songs, too. It's weird how some songs really burn in our brains. Like, I can sing Cold Beer Call of My Name. Mm-hmm. I sing it almost every day. Just for no reason. When I get home from work, yeah. there's a cold beer calling my name. Well, some are just, I don't know, they are around longer, I guess, and then Maybe. others just climb it straight to one, like, so fast. That's number, true. Number one hip-hop song is Drake featuring Future and Young Thug. Uh, too sexy for this. Too sexy for this. Too sexy for this. Oh, I got to this. You did? Drake album, man. Yeah. All right, those are your number one songs. Why don't we go over now and let's do a little something called the Investigative Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. Okay, today Raymundo's hopping in as we do the Investigative Morning Corny. Okay, we, we have 90 seconds to figure it out. Amy, let's go. Why did the Cyclops give up teaching? Why did the Cyclops give up teaching? Cyclops have one eye. It's got to be an eye thing, Monster. Right? C. Animal. Cyclops. Classroom. It's got to be an I, like an yeah. I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Ruler. I before E, except after. Oh, like vowels? No, I don't no, know. No, 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 Calculator. A- E-I-O-U. He could only see one. Can I hear the joke again? Yeah. Oh, why did the Cyclops give up teaching? He gave up teaching, guys. Homeroom. He could. He only had one eye. Homeroom. Oh, Detention. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but does this sound like something? He only had one eye. He, had a one, he only had one eyeball. Because <laughs> there's nothing there. He only had one. Why retina. did he stop teaching? He only had one retina. Students. Teachers. He only had one. Pupil, 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 pupil. He only had one pupil. Oh, my gosh. We got it. That's it. That's got to be it. Right? He only had one pupil. Because uh, that's why he lost his job, because he only had one. Why are students called pupils? I mean, Amy. I have no how idea. How are we supposed to know that? Well, maybe this weekend. Hey, why is the sky blue? Maybe we could weave in <laughs> a fun is. fact to the morning corny. Uh, we're going with he only had one people. Absolutely. That's the one. All right. I think we're ready to roll. Okay. The morning corny. Why did the Cyclops give up teaching? Why did the Cyclops give up teaching? He only had one pupil. Not bad. Job. Not good bad. Job, guys. All right, Amy. Talk to me about the plot of Armageddon, the movie. Oh, so the world is going to end, and then there's like a love story mixed in, and they go up and save the world, and then they live happily ever after? Kind of. The world's ending there's because, an because asteroid. an asteroid's coming down, mm-hmm. and I can. it's over 10 years, right? I can spoil it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you should be fine. So Bruce Willis goes up and 
and he has to go kill himself in order to blow up. Yeah. Death by suicide to save the world. They're oil guys, so they have to drill into the asteroid and mm-hmm. blow it up before it hits and us. And so he does that, right? Yeah. And so his daughter is also, it's a whole thing. <laughs> but Neil deGrasse Tyson was asked, hey, if there's a comet heading toward Earth, you know, should we blow it up? <laughs> like the Just movie? Just like the movie. Yes, here you go. We're very good at blowing stuff up, but that's not the wisest path. Because if you blow something up, while we're good at blowing it up, we're not as good in, as knowing where the pieces will. Right. It's safer and it's more controlled right. to deflect an asteroid from harm's way. So you send something up to shoot it off, mm-hmm. not to blow it up. Gotcha. He's right, though. We love blowing stuff up, don't we? Yeah, we yeah. do. Like, if, we'll watch, we'll gather around the building. Like this building. Oh, gonna, when they're tearing we're it down. Tear the piece of crap down. That's well, crazy. How oh, they do the, that. The, the craziest is the 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 when it's in between two other massive buildings, uh-huh. and, and they, they have to implode. implode. It. Yes, and yeah. it, it comes caves it in in itself. But I just worry about the dust, like all that. Yeah, a lot no. of cleanup after that. Yeah. I mean the cleanup. Yeah, you're right. I'm always like, somebody's got to clean that up. But still, <laughs> it is pretty crazy that they can make that building do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like implode and um, also the COVID nineteen symptom that might not go away if you're over forty. Is your taste and smell? They're saying. Oh wow! So some people, the the older you get from forty, the less likely it is to come back fully. Yeah, not me. I just got it back. Are you back full? Smell? I would say I'm fully back because I changed the diaper the other day and I smelled every little bit of it. And and before I really couldn't. Full smell, full taste. Full smell. I never lost my taste. So. Morgan, what's up with your symptoms? Well, full taste, all of that's back, but the smell, no, I still can't smell anything. So, man, oh. wait, like anything? Crazy. Yeah, unless I like stick it right up to my nose, then I can smell it. But yeah, anything else further from my face at all, I can't. smell That was me, man. I had to put it right up to my nose to smell it. I didn't know you were still gone all the way in the mm-hmm. smell. Pretty much. I mean, basically, like eighty-five uh, percent. Does it affect your day-to-day life? I mean, at this point, I'm used to it, but it's weird. Something could smell so bad, and I would have no idea. Could your boyfriend pass gas, and you'd have no idea? Yes. Man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> really? That's what you think about? That, yeah, that'd be awesome. Go on the Bobby Bones Show now. Josh Woods. Josh, it's good to see you, buddy. Yes, sir. Good this is crazy. You. Just let me explain to our our listeners what's happened here. One night, I was on TikTok. Well, every night I'm on TikTok. But I was on TikTok and I was flipping through and I come across your video and it's you singing Neon Moon from Brooks and Dunn in the car wash, yeah. which is where you work. You work at Tommy's Express Car Wash. And so I'm going to play this clip. If you lose your one and only, there's always room here for the lonely. Watch your broken dreams dancing out of the beams. Of a neon moon. And I thought, dang, that's good. So I posted it on my TikTok account. And heck, it's so good on my account, it's got 3 million views. <laughs> so what, what is it like to feel a video start to blow up and go viral? It, it It's an undescribable feeling. Uh, you know, just thinking about, like, how some of these artists go from nobodies to somebody's, uh, like, Luke Combs, for perfect example, you know, he was on Vines, and Vines blew him up. And I figured... You know, I'm I'm 32 years old. I don't know if I still have a shot, but, you know, we'll see if TikTok works. And here you got, are. It's got me here. <laughs> so you sing in an empty car wash. Is that after everybody's gone? Normally, I do it before I open. Got it. Uh, but sometimes when we're slow, I like to just go out there and see what I can do. And so you do it because... It sounds good, like the acoustics of that oh, car yeah. wash. Yeah, you can't beat it. It's kind of like the shower. You know, yeah. people think they hear they sound good in the shower, and it's yeah. like, to get that little echo feeling to it. Yeah. Um, 
You have millions and millions of views on this thing. I want to play another one from Clay Walker. Here is him singing, She Won't Be Lonely Long. If she's lonely now, she won't be lonely long. I saw Clay actually in your comments, I believe. Yes. That's got to be cool. Oh, man. It it was crazy. <laughs> when you look at it and you see Clay Walker with a blue check mark, make a little message there and be like, hey, man, this is great. Like, do you go show your friends? And be like, Clay Walker commented on my TikTok. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was showing everybody, uh, you know, showing the wife, my mom. <laughs> my kids are starting to get a little annoyed about it now. But What do your kids <laughs> think about you blowing up on TikTok? Oh, they're like, man... I go to school and all these parents are coming at me. I'd love to meet your dad. (laughs) (laughs) You feel like a little bit you're getting like famous in your hometown? I I do. I do. I do. And I love it. That's pretty cool. So when did you post your first video? And was it always going to be about that that, that account to be about you singing? Yes. uh, So it was roughly about a year ago, uh, my first video. And I knew what I was going to do with this TikTok. uh, Just make pretty much singing videos. And then once I started singing in the car wash, I started getting more and more followers and views. And like, okay, so people like this. It's something different versus sitting in a stairwell or a shower or the bathroom. What are you doing at the car wash though every day? Are you actually are you actually washing cars or are you bossing people around to wash cars? No, so I boss people. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we don't <laughs> hey, actually me too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we we don't touch the cars. We let the machines do the work. Oh, got it. So I mean my job is pretty easy. I just maintain the equipment and my crew. How long have you been at Tommy's Express Car Wash? Uh, so I've been with Tommy's for about a year and a half, but I've been car washing with Tommy's equipment for five years. What does that mean? So we branched out. Uh, Tommy's is their own place up in Michigan, and then they started franchising. So we ended up coming down to Oklahoma and opening up washes here, but we were under different names. So Are you from Oklahoma? Yes. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Sepulpa. Well, this this is your big shot. We want to give this a run? Yeah. Um, so Eddie's yeah. going to play guitar for you. Yeah, awesome. the best guitarist in Nashville, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. We really we only bring We want to set him up right. Only so, the best for you. Right. <laughs> so let's try. Let's see what we got here. Okay. Let's play a little bit. Does it sound some? good? Oh. Does that sound good? Yeah, just let me play the guitar. Hold on. Play again. Let Sorry, Josh. Oh, no, you're good. Let's do it again. Something about hold the on. way. Yeah, there's something wrong with is it. it not, it's me. It's me, isn't it? Okay, hold on a second. Let's take a break. We gotta take a break. Okay. We will come back. That was my big shot. Eddie, <laughs> are you half awesome. step down? <laughs> well, I don't even know what that means. So yeah, I guess. I will come back. Do you need me, do you need me to play? Me can play can you? I can play it. I thought I nailed it, but Josh, I guess you we're really sorry. Like okay, here's what we're gonna do. Awesome. We're going to come back with Josh. We, hey, you already sound good. Hey, look at those three words you yes. got in there. I, I mean, it was. Yeah, great. Yeah. And you're not even in a car wash. Yeah. Right. Um, we'll come back with Josh, his big performance with a better guitar player. No yeah. offense. Yeah, no. All right. None taken, I guess. Next. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Josh Woods. Josh is a guy that I saw on TikTok. Lives in Tulsa. Works at Tommy's Express Car Wash. Which, by the way, go, go see Tommy's Express in Tulsa because they like bought your... Flight, but again, the flight got canceled. You had to drive. Yeah, yeah. All the flights were getting canceled, oh, so they yeah. just got in their car and drove over. Um, so we tried to play with Eddie a minute ago. It didn't quite work out. I guess not. We do have another guitar player. Um, let, go, come on in. Our our ne- uh, new guitar player is somebody out there else can play for sure. Oh, look, it's Clay Walker. Hey! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> look at this. What up, Clay? Uh, Josh, meet Clay. 
good, Clay me. <laughs> I almost wore that same shirt. Uh, <laughs> We're on right now, so you guys get on those mics right there. They, literally, they have on matching boots, matching hats. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, Clay have a seat over there seat, talking to the microphone. So Josh had no idea. You, Josh stood up. Like, we were totally messing with you, Josh, with the Eddie and the guitar oh, thing. Oh, man. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. <laughs> man, so awesome. how does it feel to be sitting next to Clay Walker, Josh? Uh, uh, you can't even describe it. I mean, man, you, you're you're an off you're in legend, man. I just oh, I, I can't even spit out my words. He's speechless. <laughs> well, Josh, you're a great singer. Thank um, you, sir. I, I love your TikTok and been uh, following you for a while. Just great singing, great you. songs. You know, I wish you did more of ours. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that now. <laughs> so this That's is what we joking, thought we would man. do. So. Josh, Clay's actually going to play guitar for you. Oh, wow. As you sing his song. <laughs> and then do you want Clay to sing the chorus with you? Of course. Clay, are you okay with that? Man, I'm good with that. I'm good. I got to tell you just one thing. You know, I watched the car wash vocals, and I used to work at Goodyear uh, uh, Rubber Plant making tires in, in Beaumont, Texas. And, and I loved the bathrooms, and that's where I actually learned how to develop my vocal and do vibrato. So I, I've kind of watched you going, man, that reminds me of me. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. In studio, Josh Woods with Clay Walker. There's something about the way she's wearing her dress a little tighter Something about the way she's staring She's looking to start a fire Something about the way she's Oh, he's nervous, it's okay ah! There you go, keep going If she's lonely now She won't be lonely long Heaven help the fool who did her wrong it's too late, too bad, she's too far gone. He should have thought of that before he left her all alone. If she's lonely now, Lord, if she's lonely now, if she's lonely now, she won't be lonely long. Come on! Yeah! That was awesome, man! Josh! Josh Woods with awesome. Clay Walker. <laughs> My job's on the hot seat, man. Holy yes. moly! Clay, first of all, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, too, man. I just can't believe your Razorbacks smoked my Aggies like that. It's okay. Yeah, it is okay. Hey, that's the last one we got. <laughs> let, me, let me say a couple things here. First of all, Josh, great job. Thank you. Like, we shocked you. Yeah. I mean, we shot. Made me forget lyrics. Yeah, we shocked you by bringing one of your heroes in to sing with you. But you nailed it. You nailed it, dude. You were great, man. And I got to tell you, you know, you you hat shape everything. You got the whole look. Just got it going on. I was proud that uh, Bobby and the gang here uh, picked you because uh, I've I've been knowing about you for a while now. Just great, great content. And Bobby, what can I say? You always know how to pick winners. Well, Clay, that's why I picked you, buddy. Look at that. Look at at us. That's what I was hinting at. Hey, Clay, you have almost a million followers on TikTok yourself. Like, that's a big... I mean, what what is it that you're doing on TikTok that people are coming for? Real. Yeah? 
What do you mean? What, like, what do you like? I see you on TikTok, obviously, but what, when you go to make a TikTok video, like, what what do you think that you're gonna do that people are like, yep, like that? Just let them know who I really am. You know, in in yesterday, you know, we filmed uh, uh, in the woods. I was up there, had a big tree that fell over on one of our roads that I like to travel on the side by side, and so it just happened perfectly. We got in there, moved the tree out of the way, and. Even though it might not seem like a big deal. I mean, there's a lot of people that love to ride in their side-by-sides around the woods. Yeah. You know, and uh, we just let people see who I really am. And uh, I, th- I think they're, they're digging it, you know. You got okay. a new single coming to radio in December. Is that right, Clay? Is it? Can we say that? Is it's that whatever true? you want to play. Well, no, I'm, saying, I mean, it, it's, I'm telling you, know. you, this is what it says. Catching up with an old memory. A new Clay Walker single going to radio in December. Is that true or false? It's true. Okay. It's true. Are you learning about that as I'm telling you? Or I did- actually am. I really am. I'm sitting here going, what? You know, I was talking to TK on the way here. He was coming back from Lexington. I'm like, when are we going with the new single? He goes, not sure yet. Teddy's working on the plan right now. Well, so sounds I like guess, Teddy's picked December. Uh, Clay Walker is here. You guys can follow um, at official Clay Walker on TikTok uh, with Josh, Josh underscore Woods 4. This has been a pretty cool day for you, Josh. You've made it the best day of my life. Besides when I married my wife, I, I just want to always got to say yeah. that. I've learned <laughs> that too. And Josh, when I come, when we come back, we'll do what's it to you? I actually learned how to play <gasps> the chords on it. Yeah, I love that song. Yes. What was it to you? Yeah. yeah, I know what love is. I know the song. I know every <laughs> song we've ever done. Love <laughs> is a rhythm of, of two hearts beating, pounding out a message. Yeah, okay. Steady and true. So, Talk to cool. me, baby. This is cool for me. Okay, I mean, I'm watching you. I'm watching radio legends here sing me my song back. You know, it's kind of Josh, weird. here's the thing. I know today's been cool for you. Let me. Uh, so, we're doing later this month, and your job's been pretty cool with you coming here. Absolutely, doing all kinds of stuff, right? On October 30th, we have something called the iHeart Country Festival, which is in Austin, Texas. It's massive. It's Toby Keith, Jake Owen. But Eddie and I, our band is playing it. It's the Raging Idiots, and it's 20,000 people. We are inviting you to come down and perform with us to 20,000 people in, come the, on, Josh. in the arena. I'll play, I'll play guitar for you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, pick, I'll pick you up on the tour bus. Only if he says yes, right, Buzz? <laughs> so you, you can pick whatever song you you, you know. You, we can do Neon Moon. We can do She Won't Be Lonely. We can do That Ain't My Truck, whatever. You, you don't have to commit to it now, but we have you know like a 15-minute set, as does everybody that night. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to come and perform to 20,000 people, we'd love to have you come hop on stage with us. I'm committing now. Let's All right, there go. he is. Come on. Oh, yeah. Josh Woods. Thank you. Dang, Thank dude. you. This has been awesome. Yeah, and the way you see She Won't Be Lonely Long, that's a no-brainer. You should do that one. Definitely. <laughs> well, you can't change your mind now. I mean, I <laughs> just told you. I'm just teasing. Okay, so this is where we are now. I got a couple things to say. Josh, congratulations. Thank you, sir. You killed it today. You're killing it on TikTok. And October 30th, we're, we're going to... Listen, if airplanes work, we'll fly you down there. If not, you may have to drive, but we'll fly you. We'll put you in a hotel. We'll do the. We'll take care of the whole Austin trip for you. Oh, man. Okay, and then you're going to come out, and you're going to sing in front of 20,000 people. Oh, my gosh. That's, what is your so wife cool. going to think? Uh, <laughs> that exact word. Uh, it's... I don't know. I don't. This is this is insane. I mean, I've I've done gigs and you know at state fairs and stuff like that, and I've opened up for Keith Anderson before, but nothing like this. This is what happens when you have talent, and a great talent recognizes your talent. I, you know, I, I, I really appreciate everything you guys are doing for me. I mean, I, I literally could cry right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait. Thank Go you. ahead. <laughs> yeah, we love a good. Cry. Don't cry. We'll send in Trey Atkins if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> and Clay Walker, as always, you are. 
whatever we ask you come and do and we're just so we're all fans we're all just grateful that that you'll come and help us out with a guy like josh what i would like to ask of you is um we do our our saint jude radiothon in december i know we talked about your new song coming out in december too but would you come back and play for the saint jude radiothon in december i absolutely would and bobby by the way i'm a huge fan of yours and of course you cut your teeth in austin and it's good to see you going back there and giving back to that community just you're great, great talent, and man, you keep everybody smiling and loving country music. Um, I can't say enough good things about you. Oh, we appreciate that. All right, here they are, Josh Woods and Clay Walker. All right, thank you guys. Yeah, great job, you. guys. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Eric Steinley, he's a surfer from California. He's out catching some waves, and he's sitting on his board waiting for the right wave when he feels a tug on his leg. And, yep, it's a great white shark. Oh, my goodness. He looks down, and it's a humongous shark. So what does he do? What you're supposed to do, he punches it in the nose, like, over and over and over. The shark finally lets go. But, man, his leg is bad. So there are 12 other surfers in the area. They come, and they rescue him, take him to shore, call 911. Uh, he's going to be okay, but he's got a lot of surgeries ahead. But he says if it wasn't for all those fellow surfers to get me out in time, he may not have been here. It's oh, been wow. described as a tug by many people. Who, yeah. A tug? That I, sounds like a rip or a... I mean, I need a word that's a little more aggressive than tug. You're right, because they always say tug. It's like it's just a little tug. Not like a sharp bite. And then to start... It says, you know, you start punching... Or what did you say? You know what to do when a shark bites well, you? I've heard stories of you start punching them in the nose, right? Or poke them in the eyes. Well, I would cry. <laughs> yeah. I would just be like. <laughs> yeah, they don't advise you to do they that. They don't do no, that? No, no. That's what I would do first is cry. <laughs> yell help. Yeah, man, that stinks, but he's alive. He's alive. And he said the punches weren't like, he didn't think they were hard enough, but the shark did let go after he punched him a few times. But again, in the eyes? Yes, poke like, him out. Yeah, like three stooges? Why not? That's what they do in like Harry Potter movies too. Poke him in the eyes. Well, yep. you've seen more Harry Potter than I have. I cannot so. believe I just quoted Harry Potter. Know. Get out of here. All right. That's what it's all about. <laughs> that was Tell Me Something Good. Well, well, well. Here we are again. Another hour of the program. <laughs> Later in this hour, Eddie has wagered his eyebrows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to play. Well, we we have the 100-sided dice, but we're going to do we call it the eyebrow lottery. Oh. Okay. Where every time that I spin this dice, right, there, there are 100 different numbers on it. Eddie picks a number. And if it's not the number, he gets $2. Should be easy. And then at the end, Scuba Steve matches whatever I'm paying you. Love it. So, for example, this doesn't count. Pick a number. we got to stop doing examples. Pick a number. 14. The number was 22. You'd win $2. Easy. You have a 101 chance every single time to win money. But if I would have picked 22, you would have down go the both eyebrows. eyebrows. Right. Both or one? But both. Yeah. Oh. That was made That was made clear in the post show yesterday. For Oh. Yes. Sorry, Eddie. <laughs> it's okay. I think two is better than one, actually. Yeah. That way it just matches. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. I had a theory, a working theory, that William Shatner was going into space and then he was just going to jump out of the spaceship and die in space well, on purpose. How'd that work he, out? Well, well, he did. No. Really? No, he didn't. Oh. He did not. He came back down. <laughs> William Shatner, the oldest person launched into space. He talked about his 11-minute mission aboard the Blue Origin New Shepard. Here's a clip from ABC News. Is the most profound experience I can imagine. I'm so filled with emotion about what just happened. I, I just, it's extraordinary. I hope I never recover from this. I hope that I can maintain what I feel now. I, I don't want to lose it. I got a few things to say about this. One, good for William Shatner because you can hear him feeling emotion. 
Okay, but other than that good part, here's some other stuff. One, that ship looks like a wiener. I know people have said it. This ship looks just like a wiener. <laughs> There's nothing else to say about it except it does. I'm sure they could made it made some modifications, but somebody went, no, we'll keep it, we'll keep it phallic. That's one. Number two, Shatner didn't have to pay because he was a guest of Bezos, but the other two paid $250,000 each. Wow. Oof. Number three, the thing only goes up for 11 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a long time. For 250000 bucks, I need to, like, plug into a space station. Oh, you want all that? Oh, I need to, I need to walk on something. Uh. Go. Once <laughs> more. I, I just need. I know. That's a lot of money. They that. were weightless for, like, three minutes, and then they ride parachutes all the way back down. Mm. Crazy. Maybe I just so have no interest in it. After hearing him talk about it, though, it sounds like a pretty amazing experience. Like the that rocket, would the rocket took off at nine fifty a.m. It landed at eleven. Yeah, two hundred fifty thousand dollars for an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, it's not a long time to be in space. But he's ninety and he's still rocking, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Maybe that's the headline. William Shatner ninety, and then we just stop and go to the next story. <laughs> <laughs> to live to ninety would be awesome. Okay, on to some more stuff. An exotic African cat is on the loose in Michigan. Now. There's a difference in, like, a panther and an exotic cat, I feel. Raymundo has an exotic cat, but it's not going to kill anybody, right? Yeah, Pablo's a Bengal. He's an F2. You wouldn't find him in the jungle, but he, you would find him in households, and he's not going to kill anything but uh, mice, spiders, stuff like that. A woman owns four African caracal cats, and two of them got out when her, her gate was left open. They look like, like little pumas or something, but they say that they're not a threat to humans. But why is this a news story? If it's not a threat to humans, I don't need it to be a news story. Maybe because she needs to get them back. It's a national news story. Like, just put your staple it on top of the pole and you're good. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what I mean? I wonder how much those are. They sound expensive. They look pretty cool, though, to be honest with you. They're, yeah. They look like, like little cheetahs or pumas or something. Uh, here's a clip from John Walsh because he thinks Brian Laundrie in the Gabby Petito story has escaped to Mexico. Mm. This, is, this is the deal here. He is the suspect, and I believe this is me talking now. There is no other suspect. That's who killed Gabby. And I've been saying it from day one, that the family has been helping him. At some point, they're going to have to answer for that. He could have walked across naked with his hair on fire and nobody would have noticed because nobody cares about going into Mexico. Everybody's trying to come into the United States. Is that true, Eddie? Oh, yeah. You can go to Mexico, no problem. Nobody cares. But when you come back, it's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? What do you have? Why are you coming in here? Do you need a passport to get into Mexico? Oh, yeah. man, I haven't gone I down in a long time, but maybe, but I don't know. You probably should, but I maybe they... to show it. Mike, you tell me. All the times I've gone, never needed a passport to get in, it... but needed it to get back or a birth certificate. Oh, wow, that's crazy. If you can get there, you probably go to Mexico. Yeah. It would just... But he, had a... he did have a, a long period of time where no one was searching for him. Hmm. But they say it could be in Mexico, it could be in the Bahamas. They did debunk the flower bed bunker theory. Oh, he's not he's not in the parents' house. His hand not his was hand. coming out of the bunker underneath the flower bed. So they say Brian Laundry is probably not hiding in a bunker in his parents' backyard. A pair of experts tell Fox News. There's a small chance though, and a very small though, that there's another bunker somewhere else on the property. Mm. But if that's the case, he's probably not there anymore. I if I were him, I would not be hiding at the house. No. I would try to get to Mexico. I was also looking at pictures of him now. You know he's bald. Yes. And he has that beard. And people were like, well, the first thing he's going to do is put on a wig and shave his beard. Yeah. Like, Easy. That, that's it. The two things you know him for are the two things he's going to remove first. It would be the easiest to move. 
put on some hair, shave off your beard. I wouldn't know who the guy was. Nope. Yeah. And then wear a mask the whole time. Yeah, COVID. Dang. Oh, my gosh. That is so, yeah. that's Done. it. No one's ever going to see you. Mick Jagger was like 30 <laughs> right. yards away from here in a mask, and nobody said a dang thing. Yep. You don't think Brian Laundrie can get away with a mask? Finally, a man rented deadly cobras to kill his wife, steal her gold jewelry, and marry another woman. What? A man who reportedly rented deadly cobras to kill his wife while she was asleep so that he could steal her jewelry and marry someone else has been found guilty. That happened on Monday, October 11th. Wow. Is that what marriage turns into? That, that is people? very I mean, scary. We're, we're not there yet. Where, where, where's the Cobra <laughs> rental place? Yeah. Right? Where's that place? Like, how much and is that? Just like, is put, there a deposit? <laughs> I mean, if you don't bring it back? He's like, here, just puts the Cobra in the bed and hopes they bite. What he does, he conditions her for like a month by him going oh. every oh. night. So she just thinks it's him. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, his new thing is when he's, <laughs> he's, he's on TikTok, he's and so when he finally does it, she's just uh-huh. like, oh, it's just Frank on TikTok again. <laughs> and then they get her. Yeah. So did, did they bite her? Um, I don't think so. Okay. The incident happened. Uh, he hired two snakes through a snake catcher and then on his wife with the intent to murder. It says intent to murder. So she's not. She didn't so get as far as I know, it, it then got into about these cobras and I stopped reading it. But I did think that was interesting. <laughs> then you just lost interest? It's like, why Why not just get the divorce? He hey. had mixed in sleeping pills, too, into her juice. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Uh, she was bitten, but I don't think she died. Oh, okay. wow. This Good. is, yeah. People think that's a better idea. I know divorce is difficult and probably financially hard, but you you want to go through all of that? You probably don't lose half your stuff if she dies by, yeah, cobra, by natural cobra bite. <laughs> yeah, you might get insurance <laughs> or something. <laughs> Uh, let's go to the corner. Corner. Well, everything looked like it checked out. I mean, it was just two random cobras in the bed with them. <laughs> I mean, I don't this know. is your typical I, cobra. I don't bite. know how to describe it. I <laughs> mean, sometimes it's, it happens. Okay, that's what's up. That's the news. Those were Bobby's big stories. All right, over to Michelle in Arkansas, who's been on hold. Michelle, how are you? What's going on with you? I'm good, thanks. Um, well, my son and his girlfriend have been dating for almost three years, and he was thinking about proposing and trying to think of how to do it. And I was su- trying to suggest to him to sing a song to her, um, but we can't think of a good song. And since you know music so well, I was hoping maybe you could give me some suggestions. Can he sing? Um, A little bit. Yeah, I go um, I go no song. I, yeah, I, I no. think we switch out. It's just awkward even if you can sing. <laughs> if you're a good singer and you propose and all of a sudden you break, you break into, you're just too good to be true, it's just kind of awkward. Yeah. You know? Or to make you feel I my mean, love. Still, the singing after the proposal feels a bit awkward. And this is his mom being like, well, because normally moms are like, oh, yeah, my child can sing. What I would do if he wants to be artistic is I would write, if you want to perform something, right? If he's got the performance bug in him and he's got to perform, I would write her a poem and then I would say, hey, I've written this for you. I would read her the poem and then I would get down on a knee to propose. Then that creative bug is out of you. You can read it on paper. You don't have to stay on on, on pitch when you're reading a poem. Spoken word. And it's your own words and thoughts. (laughs) So that's what I would, if he's just determined to perform, that's what I would do. But the singing is tough. Is he dead set on singing, Michelle? No, no. So him and his girlfriend and his brother, they have a small little band, and they perform at local venues around town. And so, you know, 
his dad and I were going, hey, what would be cool if, you know, y'all were doing a show one night? And because we're, we support them, we go to all the shows, and, and her family supports, and they go to all the shows. So we're always, always there. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, what would, that would be cool if you would, you know, break out into a song and propose to her at a show, and she would have no idea it was coming. I still am anti-song, even in that situation. I think something that is... I, I'm I'm pro poem because that's your own words, and it and still proposing and very very public like that. She, he needs to be a hundred percent sure. With of what she she's gonna say yes. Oh, that's she's gonna say yes. Okay. Yeah. I would just say it's like different when you're alone and it's more intimate. You know, if you are thinking about saying no, but when you're put, I don't feel like most people. I don't feel like no is a hard. I mean. I guess I was just thinking Almost maybe. never a no. Okay, so you're fine with a very public... Yeah, of course, because you know she's going to say yes. Okay. Yeah, I would say it's almost never a no, unless somebody's just whacked out of their skull well, and I'm... begging to get someone back. That's the time it's a no. Okay. You can go on the internet and find some no's. Yeah, that. let's find uh, Right, some but that's why, because they're big yeah, stories. They're, and they're rare, yeah. Okay. So I would say don't sing. I would say if he wants to perform, hey, I want to like stop the show for a second. Uh, Susie, come up to the stage. <laughs> You mean so much to bed, but but you have a, even a little speech, a little spiel, and then propose, and then afterwards you can sing a song. I get. I, mean, I, before, I don't know. The song thing's just weird <laughs> to me. I don't know. I'm gonna go anti-song though. Anybody else want to contribute here? No, I'm trying to think of if he was gonna do the song. Like, what song would be good? I don't know. But but that's someone Maybe. else should sing, and he should dance with her. Ooh, that's good point. too. He, I, I don't want him singing. He's <laughs> gonna be too emotional. He's not gonna be able to sing right. They're gonna have. They're gonna be recording it. It's gonna be for everybody to see forever, and he's gonna be all like, because he's emotional. Yeah. So if you have another singer, you could do. You know, we could list a hundred songs to make you feel you my love. love. You're still the one I love. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so okay, so here's what we're, here's what we're leaving you with, Michelle. We got some pretty good ideas here. <laughs> he should propose. She's going to say yes. I don't think he should sing a song after. If somebody else sings, that should be great, and he can dance with her during that song. Otherwise, he needs to have a spiel or a poem or a speech and then propose. Okay. Okay. We feel okay. good. We feel good about that. Okay. All right. I'll I'll let him know. Thank you. All right. Thank you for. Uh, your suggestion. You're welcome for my suggestion. <laughs> All right, bye, Michelle. Okay, bye. Eddie, you ready for this? I'm ready. We need some like lottery sound or something because what's about to happen here is Eddie is wagering his eyebrows. Mm-hmm. We have a 100-sided dice, so you have a 100 to one odd that you're going to win every time. Really good odds. Well, you have a 99. Yes, you're not really going to lose. I mean, that's what you say, but there is a chance I could lose. So I'm going to roll the dice, and it's going to land on a number. And you're going to pick the number, and if it matches the number it is, you lose. And we're going to say it at the same time. Mike's that way nobody's gonna, cheating. Mike's even going to write it down before we say it. Love it. So every time it's not, you get two bucks. Yes. Every time it is, yes. you lose your eyebrows. Come on. If we match, you lose your eyebrows. Am I explaining this right? Yes. Okay, here so we go. So we have to pick two different numbers. No. So everyone knows. Yeah. So I can win. I'm not picking a number Whatever you say you has got to be different number. than mine. Yes, you just yes, say a number. he's rolling. He's if not the picking. numbers match, you lose. Mike, do you see that number right there? You already rolled it? Yep. For $2. $2. One. Oh, my gosh. Two, three, 41. What? <sighs> 4771. Okay. There's, hey, you're $2 rich. <gasps> okay. We'll at least get in four more rolls. Okay. Right now. Mm. I mean, there are just so many numbers in my head right now. 
Ready? 100's in there, right? Um, or is it just 99? Yeah, 100's on there. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Are you ready? Yep. One, two, three. One hundred. Okay. Okay, but he saw you have to look for the hundred. That was cheating. He was shut cheating. It. That's okay. Amy, shut it. You cheated. Two dollars. Are we sure there's a hundred on here? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. You've now got one. Now Eddie's gonna be like, "Is there a fifty on?" There? What was the last number, dollars. Mike? The last number was two. Two. Love it. All right. The next number. One. Two. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go, go, go. Ready? Uh-huh. One, two, three. 41. I did not like that. Oh. Oh. What was that, 41 you said? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's three rolls. Mm. I don't like this music, by the way. If we match, you lose your eyebrows. Rolling the hundred-sided dice. Okay. One, two, three. Twenty-one. Okay. So how much money does he have? Eight dollars. Okay. But his odds are he's going to win every time. I know, I know, but it's not even that much money, like, for my but, eyebrows. But so each dumb. time it is. Come on. But, what do we got? One more? Two more? Well, uh, we'll do one more for now. We'll do okay. some more later. <laughs> one... Two, three, 34. 32. Oh! <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> so wow. close. So close. Let's go! No! Wow. Dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Be my wow. luck. Be my luck. I've rolled that thing hundreds of times. Never hit a number. This is my, ugh, it's my luck. So far, you've won $10. <laughs> wow. Okay. And Come two on. times you've gotten so Let's roll one more time. One more time. I get, we'll do two more rolls. Okay, That'd two be, more. It'll be seven cool. for now. Yeah. Roll in the dice. Let's see. It's got a hundred sides on it. Oh, my gosh. There's so many numbers in my head. One, two, three. Seventeen. 17. Woo! Dude, I thought we said the same number. I thought we said the same number. Oh. <laughs> 1770? Yeah. Love it. Okay. Hey, it wasn't even close. No, it wasn't, but it sounded close. One more. Come on. One more. Zero in there? No, just no. one. <laughs> you want to look? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You thinking high or low? I'm not even thinking. One, two, three. 99. 80. Okay. Okay. Oh. As of right now. Guys, I know it's just my eyebrows, but every time I say a number, I get really scared. As of right now, you won $14. Love it! And just your eyebrows? That's important. And don't forget. I know. Whatever you win, Scuba Steve's matching at the end of the game. I know. That's what makes me keep going. So really, you won 28 bucks by doing nothing. And my gambling nature right now is just like, let's roll another one. Let's go. Because every time, odds are you're going to win. I know. But we're getting pretty close. We'll do some more in a second. Yeah, big personal news from a show member on Monday's show. Just gonna throw that out there now. A little sprinkled inkle. A little. I mean, it's. I. I never thought. Hmm. Maybe recently I started to think maybe it would happen, but it. It was never like a real personal possibility. But we'll talk about that on Monday's show. So pretty exciting news, and I won't say who it is, but let's just say it has to do with a human. Mm. Mm. What a teaser! <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie, you want one more shot at the dice or no? I do. One more. Let's do one right now. Yep. Oh boy. As soon as that music hits, it gets me nervous. 
walk over here so he can be yeah. my, yeah, my secondary yeah. judge. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Twenty-two. Okay. <sighs> Dude, when I hear that same number, oh my goodness, I get nervous. I'll tell you what, we'll give you a couple more options to play in the next segment. Okay. We got, I mean, we got a lot, a lot to do. Let's see. Oh, we're not just going to roll dice all day? Nah, nah, okay. nah, nah, nah. A crazy 52-year-old woman in Pennsylvania threatened a neighbor with a knife. Then she licked the knife while maintaining eye contact, and then she was arrested. Oh. Whoa. Scary. She faces multiple criminal cases after a two-month history of disorderly conduct and trespassing. Rhonda Novak was charged with three misdemeanor counts of terroristic threats. But it all comes down to that knife lick, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> too far. When you lick something, that's a, that's a whole new ball game. Why did she lick it? Just, Just to, like, you know, scare him? Ima- drama. Ima- imagine, Eddie, this is a knife, right? <laughs> And I went, if you keep on messing with me, bad news. Now, if I'm holding the knife, you're probably a little scared. You're like, wow, they have a knife. But what if I do this? Oh, it instantly then, I'm yeah, like, then you're psycho. like, this guy's out of his freaking oh, mind. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Get out of there. Once you lick anything, it's on. <laughs> the neighbor told police that Novak came out of her home and started yelling at the neighbor. Went back in, got a knife. The neighbor then said they used the blunt end of the knife to bang on the door. Mm. Then the neighbor maintained eye contact while licking the knife. Dang. Uh, that's either really sexy or scary. No, right? scary. It just, not sexy. It just depends who's doing the licking. Okay. Oh, well, that's true. I guess. Right? I'm just saying. <laughs> if the neighbor's super hot, you're probably going, well, this is an hey, interesting scenario. Is this an invite? <laughs> She's threatening to kill you. I know. That's why I said. It gets, it's mostly scary, but a little bit. Could be. <laughs> Owen Wilson's ex, who Owen Wilson, the actor, Luke Wilson's brother, mm-hmm. blonde hair. Wedding crash. You know the two, right? The yeah. difference in the two. Owen Wilson's ex shares a three-year-old and says that he's never met the kid. Oh, wow. Despite maintaining relationships with his two older sons, he's never met her, unfortunately. Two days after she posted a photo of the toddler making her third birthday uh, to Instagram, supports her financially, but has never met her. The pair casually dated for five years before splitting up. Is that five ca- years? Is that casually if it's five, five years? years? I thought she was about to say casually dated for five months. Maybe it's like on and off five years. Five years well, yeah. is still a long time. That's not still, very casual. Yeah, yeah, five years is... I took a paternity test in 2018, confirmed he's the father. Wow, wild and sad that he hasn't met the kid. I know. Stinks yeah. for the kid. Maybe he'll he'll ease his way in there. Maybe the story shames him into it. Oh, yeah. like he hears it now? Well, yeah. I mean, he already knows, oh. but maybe it shames him into it. People going, hey, dude, don't be a loser. Yeah. I mean, you would hate that it would take something like that. Whatever. But whatever it takes yeah. to maybe wake him up. Whatever it takes. Alan in Mississippi is on the phone. Appreciate you calling. Alan, what's going on? Hey, good morning, studio. Morning. Ah, oh, what a beautiful day. I got to tell you, starting my day off just right uh, with the Clay Walker segment. That was awesome. Thanks. And the things that you do for people, it, it blows me away. And it, you know. You're, you guys are great. Uh, thanks, man. We, you know, I was pretty pumped because uh, you know I found Josh on TikTok. He was working at the car wash in Tulsa. I said, "Hey, man, anytime you can come over, if you make your way to Nashville, we have a stage. We, we will let you perform to our national audience." And he's like, "Wow, really?" And so his company says, "We'll take care of it." Shout out to the company. They fly him over, except then no airplanes are working because everybody's mm. <laughs> so they drive over. But then we call Clay Walker, who we're friends with, and we're like, "Hey, he's a huge fan." Will you surprise him? And he does. And then we invite him to come play iHeart Country Festival with Eddie and I. Crazy. Frank Irwin Center. Yeah. You know, 20,000 people. So 
hopefully it was a great day for him because it was a great day for us to be able to experience it was so that. cool to yeah. see that i appreciate that call too alan well i do have to say one more thing though because i was really going to be disappointed with the raging idiots with eddie's guitar playing oh because so it started off bad. That, that was all, all a gig you know <laughs> Well, it was all yeah, it was all a bit. We were just setting it up. I mean, come on, I could have done it. Eddie could have you know. easily done it, but we had to make it seem like Eddie couldn't play the guitar for a minute, so we could bring in Clay Walker. You know. Well, I'm glad that that was just the you know the thing because yeah, that wasn't very good guitar playing. Oh, thank you. Wow, thank you. All right. I, to be fair, I didn't notice to anything wrong with that. To be fair, I thought it was fine, Eddie. too. I was acting like technically yeah. something was wrong, not he, the actual guitar. He's stuck on it, so okay. Hey. Bobby was more so like, we need to get a new guitar. And then, but it was the guitar of Clay Walker. <laughs> All right, cool. Alan, appreciate you, bud. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. Have a great day. All right, man. See you later. Eddie, you want another few shots at the? Let's eyebrows? go. Come on. You have um. So far, you've done eight. So you have to do at least two more, and you can call it quits. No, not right now. I'm feeling it. But I mean, in general, we can roll it to tomorrow. Oh wow, two days. You have up to fifty. I know. So what I have here is a 100-sided dice. If Eddie happens to pick the number it lands on, he loses both of his eyebrows. I have a little technique going. The thing is, he's probably not going to lose. You don't know that. There are 99 right answers for Eddie and only one wrong. And you keep saying that, acting like there's no chance for me to lose, but there is. So I roll this 100-sided dice. It comes up on it. Mike D sees it, writes it down. It's my verifier. Then Eddie and I say it at the same time. Oh, man. Eddie, are you ready? I'm ready. <sighs> Wait, what is, what is that number right there? Got it? Okay. One, two, three, 17. one. 17. Okay. I can tell if it was a one or a seven. But okay. Yeah. All right, there's another $2 for you. So I pulled up like a grid of numbers on my computer, yeah. so I'm just kind of like scanning it, picking one. I love it. Okay. Okay. Before, I was just <laughs> doing whatever came to my head. It makes it was no a, difference. What's it was the, the same number. Yeah. Um, it's that one right there. Got it. For your eyebrows. Are you ready? Ready. One, two, three. 23. Ooh. That three-second number, then. That's 10. You can tap out. Let's do one more. Only one more. One more. No, no, no. I mean, just one more for right now. Okay. Yeah. Shake my little screen <laughs> around. Okay. Got it. Okay. One, two, three. 16. 14. <laughs> <laughs> It's so close. Too off. That's, That's so the close. third time it's been like just I a know. few numbers off. I know, Amy. I, I, You know, somebody told me yesterday that like what I should do is pick the same number you picked the last roll. It's like the chances of it hitting twice aren't very good. It doesn't they have matter. I with each other. I understand, but there's certain. I mean, I guess in a way, if that's the number that's facing up when you roll it, it doesn't matter. Okay. I'm telling you, Amy, it might right. The probability. Um, right now, you have you've made. Let's see. Twenty-two dollars. Twenty-two dollars for me, but <clears throat> remember, Scuba's gonna match. That. I know. I know. Payday. Do you want another one or no? Payday for Daddy. What? Another one or no? Um, Don't say. Yeah, daddy. let's go. Commit to how many more we're doing so we can end the bit. Three. Uh, no, two, two three more. Like overall for, for the day. Overall for the day. For the day. I mean, what's the most I can do today? What three, am I at? Three more. Yeah, three more. We're Let's running go. out of time. Three more. Let's go. And we can pick it up in the morning if you Let's want. Let's go. Three more. Here we go. If it lands on your number, you have to shave off your eyebrows. Hold it. Let me get my number. Got it. What did I do last time? You see that? We one? did seventeen. I okay. think. All right. Or fourteen. Or ready? Yep. One, two, three. Sixteen. 20. I want like a 90 and a 2. Like, that's the gap I want. You have two more. 
the dice is rolling. Let me see what you got. It. Why'd you do that? Who knows? To double check. Hey, who knows? Accountability. <laughs> One, two, three, seven. Eighty-six. Okay. That's, That's the gap I like. Want. That's yeah. the gap I like, Amy. <laughs> I know. Was That's that four? One. What was that? One more. Yeah, one, one more. Who knows? Well, you can do two more for fifteen total. Two more for fifteen total. I hope you max a number. I, I want to shave well, off those of course you do. big old bushy eyebrows. I know. I'm over here manifesting it. Did, what do you mean? What are you doing? I don't know. I'm sending it. I'm just like match, 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 match. Same number. That's same not going to work. Same number. That one? Do the same work. number. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Same number. <laughs> one, two, three, 19. 42. Uh-uh. Love it. Love it. It's not working yet. <laughs> one more for the day. Mm-hmm. This could be it. What number are you thinking of? Are you already thinking of a number right now? I already got it. Maybe I'll change it, though, just in case you can read my mind. Last number, rolling the dice. But if he has in your mind, it doesn't matter because it's Maybe, on the dice. But the hand <laughs> could control all that. Everything's connected, Amy. Okay. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. 54. 54. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this game. I'm starting to not like it. We're done for the day. Oh, Thank goodness. So, close. so far today, oh! you have made 30 bucks from me matched. That is $60. Yeah! Now, oh. here's the thing. You can take your money and run right now. Go on, take the money and run. Go on, take the money and run. <laughs> or we can play a little tomorrow. I say we can play a little bit more tomorrow. Okay. Let right. me sleep on some numbers tonight. There you go. Right now, Eddie has a grand total of $60 yeah! in eyebrows. Hey, as soon as I'm done, can we do it with someone else too? We yeah. can do this for the next month. It just depends if they want to wager their eyebrows or yeah, something that's, else. That's okay, I one. love it. Okay, thank you all. Thank you. No, not but, you, wait, wait, wait. all our <laughs> listeners. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Let's go over to Eddie, who's filling in for Lunchbox. There's a guy in Southern California. He needs cash and he needs it quick. So what does he do? He goes to the bank. He's going to rob it. He puts a mask on, writes a note. He asks for the cash. They give him all the cash and he leaves. He goes, man, that was easy. So what does he do? The next day, he goes to the exact same bank, does the exact same thing, gets the money, and they arrest him. I guess you're probably more on alert if you get robbed once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you're ready. It's like you go get an alarm put in your house after you've been robbed. Yes. Yes. The the first time that I had my house broken into, I called. This is years ago. I was like, hey, I need an alarm. need something. Everybody's freaked out. And they're like, yeah, this is when people call. They almost never call before it happens. They only call after it happens. And usually it doesn't happen again anyway. Right. But it is pretty easy to give them a note and just get the money, though. Well, I'm, and, and it seems like the first time they usually say, okay, here's the money. I wonder, too, if they have, like, a designated amount of money that they give. Like, not all of it from the vault? Well, of course they can't <laughs> give all of it from the vault. But usually it's like they're just dumping it in a bag. Yeah. And then there's on, they're on some sort of timer. But doesn't the robber say, give me all your money? Yeah, but they can't give all the money at the bank. Oh, okay. Yeah, they go to what they're allowed to give. I mean, and, and there's only so much the guy can carry out. That's true. He doesn't have a truck. It's a he doesn't have even a wheelbarrow. <laughs> truck, wheelbarrow, none of that. Uh, They got the guy? They got the guy. He's arrested. And that's your bonehead story of the day. So Subway got into uh, trouble, I guess, because of the fake tuna. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. We talked about it. I don't know they got in trouble. But Subway gets that $5 million fake tuna lawsuit thrown out. Oh, wow. I agree. When I go to Subway, I I expect tuna flavored. 
If I'm not making it myself and they're not promising me real life tuna, I just assume everything is flavored or made in the lab. That's weird. This I, is bad precedent, guys. I, I don't. But it is. If I'm in a restaurant, yeah. okay. I, bad pre- you know what bad precedent is? Everything that's been fed to me that I haven't made at home or they haven't been promised fresh and local. Well. Okay. Well, I just, th- I didn't think it was going to get thrown out. I thought they'd settle on something. So, Bones, you're cool if you order salmon, but they're like, eh, it's like salmon. It, it depends what it like is. It. If I'm at a restaurant where they're like, hey, this is fresh salmon, this is real salmon, then give me fr- salmon. If I'm at a chain restaurant where, who knows, then I get chain restaurant quality. Mm. Okay. So you should know that going in. I get, I get what I pay for. I get what I'm in a hurry to get. If, I, I don't think nerds have actual bananas in them, guys. They don't. What? That's totally different. <laughs> but, but I'm saying, we, why? Because the expectation is set. Mm. If it's like banana flavored, orange yeah. flavored. I don't expect there to be an orange in the box of nerds. Okay, okay so, so it, now it's a tuna flavored sub. There you go. Tuna, but, but there, salmon flavored they're fish. saying there's tuna in there, just very small. Mm. <laughs> what oh, else no. is it? <laughs> I don't care. You know what? I used to eat them all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're good, though. Yeah, I mean, I'll eat it. <laughs> Ray, exactly. Uh-huh. Raymundo, did you ever get your gift cards from Subway? I did. $200 worth from John Chidsney, the wow. CEO. Props to him. Wow. Shout out. Because you complained. Yeah, because I was eating them for years, but, I mean, it got thrown out, so at least I got that. They've said all the gift cards have been canceled, too. Nah. Because no. I've already used one of them once. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. It was completely free. There was did you? No. What'd you get? Did you get? Tuna the tuna? Sub? No. Uh, oh. No, I'm. I would eat a tuna sub right now, but I would know. Mm, it's probably not that tuna. <laughs> not that tuna. Uh, okay, that's it. Have a good day, Amy. Have a good day. Thank you. You too, Eddie. Have a good day. Yeah, you too, Bones. Yep, thank you. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Bobby Bones.